Hello, this is Gary Van Warmerdam, and this is the Awareness and Consciousness Podcast, as I like to call it, from pathwaytohappiness.com. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about the spiritual journey. Actually, specifically, it's an interview with a participant who joined me in a spiritual intensive uh, we did last October. Uh, recorded this shortly after the trip. The woman's name is Carolyn, about her experience. I could talk about these journeys that I take people on and facilitate. Um, this one in particular was a seven-day intensive. I'm doing another one um, to the same place for seven days this coming October. Mexico, at a place we call Teotihuacan. Um, we call it Teo for short. Teotihuacan is kind of long. So Teo for short, which is the ancient pyramid ruin site in Mexico. And we spend several days there. And what we do there, a combination of ceremony, dreaming, meditation, fun, laughter, good food, play, challenging our fear-based beliefs, a lot of common sense, and, well, following inspiration. So instead of me talking about that trip and what it is from my perspective, I invited Carolyn to get on the phone with me after the last trip and we recorded the call so that she could share her perspective. I've been going and doing these kinds of trips beginning in 1994, so over 16 years now, leading them for about the past 10 years. So my perspective may not be the one that's most helpful for the beginner, the one considering it for the first time or early on. So I thought Carolyn's, her first trip, might be a little more of a guide and a perspective to consider. It is a somewhat of a big commitment for people, both time-wise to spend a week, resources-wise. So it may not be something that you can readily go do uh, just on a whim. But if you are interested in this work, this process, what I teach, getting to know my work better, please check out the self-mastery course on my website, pathwaytohappiness.com. It's going to give you a lot of insight into your mind, emotions, core beliefs that drive your emotions and sabotaging behaviors and give you step-by-step exercises, activities for you to do to make changes in your life and how you feel emotionally. First few sessions are free. And then if you want to continue on the paid sessions for the following 10 sessions, only $99. And those paid sessions really dig a lot deeper and say, okay, I'm going to change this. These are the steps I need to take. So you can check that out for free at the self-mastery course at my website, pathwaytohappiness.com. And now we'll get along with Carolyn and find out more about her experience on one of my spiritual intensives. Carolyn. Yeah. yeah. How you doing? I'm great, thank you. A little nervous. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> First, a quick hello to your daughter, Lillian. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Lillian, thank you for your patience and your mom listening to all those podcasts all the time with my voice on it. Appreciate your patience <laughs> with her listening to me. <laughs> oh, Hope you have a so nice day, Lillian. <laughs> she, she was really happy to hear all about you. <laughs> okay. A little background about you. You do what? I'm a registered nurse. Okay. I work in a pediatric emergency room. Okay. Kind of like a regular person. 
Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And a mom? And a mom. Busy mom. Yeah. How many kids? Three. Three. Okay, that's three times busy. Just so people know that you're a regular person. <laughs> regular <laughs> challenges. Yeah. What was your motivation for going on this trip, this seven-day journey to Mexico, or we might say to seven-day spiritual retreat, a journey inward? Um, my motivation was to um, help myself find the place inside me where I have peace, the place where I come from love, just as everybody has, I've had a long journey of ups and downs and I had difficulty with depression on and off and um, I've always found that anytime I did, no matter how much therapy or you know, medications I tried, it always ended up that what I was missing in my life was my connection to, to God, the divine, creator, whatever you want to call it. And so I'll call it love. Love, yeah, that sounds great to me because that really is what it is. Um, you know, I, I, I would lose my connection to that, and I would feel empty. And there was no nothing helped me unless I could get back to that, find my way back to that. And I tried lots of different, um, lots of different things, lots of different spiritualities and self-help programs, and nothing really spoke to me, and nothing was that I really could understand and follow easily until I, I guess it was the four, four Agreements I read first. It was after that, looking for some more information, that I you know, came across your website and found your um, self-mastery course. And I just got so much help from that. I was so, you, you teach the way I learn, and I just felt so comfortable with you. I really wanted something intensive where I could get away from everything and just concentrate on myself and concentrate on this connection that I was missing. So that was kind of how I got there. How how long ago did you find my course and start listening to that? I wanna, let's see, it's October. I want to say it was maybe February. I think maybe I started in March. Okay. Because, yeah, that's about right. Okay. And you'd seen some changes and enough realizations from that then to say... Oh, absolutely. I yeah. did a couple of your the first lessons for free and just knew right away that it was the right match. And so I, um, you know, I purchased the rest of the course and um, I've actually finished that. But, you know, in just wanting to help myself so much, kind of rushed through it a little bit. So I'm, I'm planning on kind of going back now and working all those things because it's kind of a, a different perspective now now that I've been through this spiritual journey it really has helped me much more to, I think to get much more in depth with it yeah they'll you'll be looking at it very differently now and see layers to yes. it yes okay were there reservations trepidations fears about the trip things going well, you on know, in your mind like that there's always the whole thing in the back of your head you know about Jim Jones or <laughs> it's be a cult <laughs> Matter of fact, the first woman that I met up with in the airport, we uh, we kind of joked about that because neither of us had ever met you before or been there before, and we decided we were going to find out together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that that truly was the only um, reservation, you know, that I had. But I I just I really felt that you know you had put so much into this um, course that I had taken, and 
you know, I, I knew that you had studied with Miguel Ruiz, and so I really, I really, the, the whole cult thing didn't really hold much with me at all. They kind of came and went in my head. Okay. <laughs> Until I got to Mexico, then it kind of came through my head again. <laughs> <laughs> they served you a drink at the reception, I think. Is a... <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that was the joke. <laughs> is <this too> late? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, start start right away with the Kool-Aid. Right. Or actually jicama, I think it was, or hibiscus. Yes. Um. <laughs> it was delicious, and it wasn't Kool-Aid. Um, okay, expectations going in? I mean, the mind dreams them up, doesn't it? You know, it, it does, but I, I honestly had no expectations other than to kind of do deeper work than what I've been doing just because I had never experienced anything like this before. So I never, never gone on a intensive for no. a week. Yeah. So and I really have never spoken to anybody who had. So I had I had no expectations. I really I mean you sent us an email a couple of weeks before we went, you know, any questions and I there was I didn't I had nothing to ask because I had no idea what to expect. I just really expected just from what I knew of you. I just expected to be a week full of love, which was basically what it was. Okay. Well, then so, elaborate you know, think, on that because that's kind of the next question. What what was your experience? What what happened for you? What didn't happen for you? What what oh shifts boy, happened? There wasn't anything that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that might be a little vague for listeners, so maybe something specific. Um, No, um, you know, right from the get-go, it was just wonderful. Um, You know, everybody, I I believe now, although, you know, who knows on future trips whether it might show something different, but I, I really believe that people that go on these trips, everybody's going for the same reason. So everybody was there in the spirit of love and wanting to get closer to that and have that more in their lives so everybody was just just wonderful and lovely and my experience with the other people in the group just couldn't have been better i just i just felt so close to everybody almost immediately it was it was really great and i'm i really have a um that's something that i never told you i'm i really have a social phobia i have a very difficult time getting out and doing things with people so this was a big step for me too going on this trip in that i'm not very good at social socializing, uh, being to, with groups, parties, or anything like that. And, you know, here I was with this whole group the whole time, and I was nothing but comfortable. I don't think I ever felt uncomfortable. So that aspect of it was wonderful, um, as well as just the whole journey. I just love how, you know, I love, I love learning. So, you know, I was so interested in, in Teo and, and, like, the whole history of it and everything, but as the week went on and really all I was learning from you was how it's used for the spiritual journey, I really kind of gave up on all that other stuff. I didn't really care anymore. I really cared about how this was unfolding and how the steps that we were taking to get deeper inside to release our fears and um, our judgments and, you know, get closer in touch with, with the love that really is all that matters and is the only truth. So it, you know, right from the, right from the get-go, right from the very first day, um, it was just a very, very deep, spiritual, loving experience, you know, which got deeper as the week went on. And um, let's, let's back up. Use the word as a deep spiritual experience. Well, to can, me, can you Can you explain that? Because I think that word means something different for each person. It does, and that's why I, I kind of say, um, 
you know, my connection to God or to the Creator or to the Divine or to love to to me that's all the same. And to me that is spirituality is because I believe that that and I've believed this for years that that really is the only truth. I mean, everything else that we deal with in life, the things that cause us fear and pain and suffering, they just none of it matters. It's all garbage if we can just. But focus. But it does affect us. Oh, it affects us deeply. And, and you, you, because we spend quite a bit of time there, exploring that and unraveling that. I don't know if you want to share some of your experience with that. Um, that shadow side work. Um. Um. Sure. I. Um. I remember um, specifically. Um, you know, I was having trouble one day. Um, I think we were doing an exercise, and you were wanting us to, you know, feel the love inside us and expand it to everything around us, nature, the earth, the flowers, the trees, and I was having a really difficult time with that. Um, I just couldn't feel any connection that was blocking me, and I don't, didn't know what it was. And I still swear to this day, the next lesson, you made this lesson just for me, because it, it, it you know, it... It helped me so much. You, um, you weren't you weren't the only one in resistance, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe I was the most verbal. <laughs> it was. I think that was the the kind of the low point for me in the trip. But it, not, I don't want to say a low point because it was when I was the most in touch. It was so deep, and I I felt it so strongly that I wanted this block. I wanted to know what this was that was keeping me from feeling love or allowing myself to love. Yeah, um, you, came, you came over to me and what you were describing was essentially fear. Yes, exactly. And um, I didn't know, you know what it was and so there was no movement. I remember one time, one, at one point you said to me, you know, can you try to transfer that, you know, the love that you feel. You asked me to, to feel my love, how, my, how I love Lillian, my daughter. And so that just, you know, my heart explodes when I think of her. And you asked me to transfer that to myself, and I really, I had the sense that that love was like going into my hand and I was crushing it. So it really, it really was like something huge that was going on there. And I couldn't transfer it to anything. I could keep it focused on Lillian, but I couldn't move it. And so with this next lesson, you had us um, think back to what our first broken heart was and to to look at that experience and see if you know we could maybe turn it instead of feeling um, either judgment of the person that that hurt us or instead of feeling taking it personally saying this person hurt me try to look around and see where they were coming from what was going on in their life as to whether you could make a shift to see that it really wasn't what you had made it all those years ago yeah. and kind of I, shift I, shift the point of view Yes, and I, you know, I, I, I was able to go back to um, when my parents got divorced. I know it was really difficult when my dad left, and I was able to look at his his position or his uh, what was going on in his life at the time, and I was able to really to turn that around and realize that this man really loved me. He wasn't abandoning me. I, you know, I, yes, I had a broken heart, but I didn't. That isn't something that I needed to have. I, I needed, and by shifting that and looking at him and loving him and realizing that he did what he had to do, it was able, I was able to, to really melt that broken heart. And it just completely made that, I mean, that, that's just gone for me now. I mean, you, right away. Did, I was did you to, know that you had that 
painful issue there that you I, in that memory you know, in that agreement it's interesting because I had worked with a therapist a year about a year ago and I did know that there was that there was pain there more than I had realized before but you know he wasn't able to to help me in the way that you did in to you know look at this person's life he he more you know was making a judgment about my father and the whole thing how he shouldn't have done this which wasn't helpful to me but what was <laughs> What was helpful for, was for me to look at my dad in that situation and what he was going through and to love him and to realize that he loved me. And it really, it, was, you know, it wasn't that he abandoned me. It was that he needed what he needed to do in this, that particular point in his life and to, to be able to, to turn that into a situation of love instead of feeling you know, abandoned. Or, or but, but that was the, the, the real realization you came to in that exercise. But what was your interpretation, you know, from when you were nine? Because you were still hanging on to that, going in. Right? Um, yeah, my interpretation then was that you know he, he, I, you know, I, I wasn't good enough. Um, he had you know abandoned me. He had left me because I, you know, I, he didn't want to be with me. Oh, he divorced your mom and left the house because of you. Yeah, that's what I. Well, I think that's yeah. I think that you know that was part of it. That you know I wasn't good enough for him to stay. Or I wasn't a reason enough, you know, or, you know, and so I felt abandoned by him. Mm -hmm. So, um... All gone? Yeah, completely gone. Because, like I said, there, there, there are circumstances involved in that that I really don't want to get into, but um, that, you know, he's a, he's a good, loving person, and he's moved on in his life, and he needed to do what he did, and it was a good thing for him. It ended up being a good thing for my mom, and, um... You know, there there was no reason for me to be holding on to it all this time, and it really it, it was such a shift because almost immediately I I looked up at a tree that was right in front of me, and I could feel you know sending love to it. I mean, it was a, an immediate shift for me. Mm -hmm. so, so it really that block is gone. Not to say that there aren't other blocks. <laughs> But that's what I'm looking forward to continue working with you, so we can you can give me more lessons to work on these other blocks. <laughs> it's a target-rich environment. Yes, absolutely. Um, finding fears. Yes, because you know it's amazing to me how they're hidden, and so this you know this particular lesson just happened to be exactly the right thing to hit on that for me. Yeah. For me to look at something that I've been looking at one way, to turn it and to look at it differently and see it from a different perspective and see it through the eyes of love instead of through the eyes of judgment and fear it made all the difference in the world. And I want to share for people listening that what Carolyn just said sounds like a simple thing and sounds like what we should do about our past experiences. Oh, just look at it this way. Right. But saying that uh, is very often turned into a story in the mind of what I should do instead and becomes a self-judgment. Exactly. So this very tool of shifting point of view and changing how one looks at things, that can be a means of liberation from fear and an old belief that's limiting and an obstacle to love. That very tool that can be so powerful for personal change and emotional change can also get turned into another trap of self-judgment. Okay? Yeah. So, 
this is a, a tool, not a should. <laughs> exactly. So. And that's why I think you know going on this journey with you was so helpful. I mean, all all of the the self mastery lessons have helped me that with that too. Like I try to take a step back, look at the judgment I just made, try to understand. And but you know, doing it more in depth with you and with you right there, so we could ask you questions, was just such a such a big a little faster big bonus and big help. It's it's a little faster. Yeah. yeah. Try and put a year's worth of change into a week. Yeah. Year's worth of change that maybe a person would do on their own to concentrate it into a week. Oh. That's amazing. Um, any other experiences to share? Um, I you know there were so many, Gary. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. In any sense, and we've only been back a couple of days, but yeah. any sense going forward, um, how you're different, what you're going to do differently? Um, it might be a little early even to make a call. And Well, you know, it's, it really isn't because, I mean, you know, as soon as I stepped off the airplane, you know, I came to things. It was back to reality. So, like, um, waiting for a taxi uh, to, to get to my car, I parked at my hospital, which is, like, 15 minutes from the airport, and nobody wanted to take me on a short trip. They all wanted the long trips to get the big tips. So I had to stand in line, wait for a taxi that would agree to take me for a five-minute drive. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so, you know, it was then. And then that perfect, perfect example right there was um, one of the things that you taught us about breathing. And just taking a couple of these deep breaths, I mean, I can truly feel it, immediately brings me exactly to right where I was when I was with you, and it helps me move forward. And I've used it several times since I've been home. I'm, I'm trying to breathe a lot because it keeps me centered in that, that, that sense of love being you know, the center of my life. And it really helps with me with my attention, to hold my attention on that. So that was another really big, um, big thing that I brought back with me, like a tool that I... That I use all the time, and I, I know I will. I haven't gone back to work yet, but when I do, I'm sure <laughs> I use it a lot. And, and this is the important thing because whether you go to, to to services on Sunday or a person goes to a retreat for a weekend or a week, it's like the the valuable part is what does it mean to your life? Right. How, how does it or does it change what you do on Tuesday? Okay how you feel about it and how you interact in your relationships because if there's not value there then I wonder where's the value right exactly so, okay. and I have to tell you that Lillian has said to me mommy you're so happy <laughs> <laughs> and I said that's right I left, I left the sad mommy in Mexico <laughs> each person's experience will change will yes. vary <laughs> um and uh and the results are well dependent on practice. Yes. Results are dependent on practice because it's there's there is going to be the temptation to go back to old points of view, believing old judgments and 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 th that kind of negative thinking. Um it slip you slip in very easily. Yeah, but you notice the price is higher and higher. And and with that awareness, that's, that's the emotional price, uh, the motivation to make the changes, 
Absolutely. And easier that's, and easier. That's, that's what I think how this trip really helped me is, you know, I was motivated before, but now, I mean, after, you know, really reaching the place that I wanted to, the just being full of love and knowing that, that sense of really just being in heaven or paradise, I, I want that all the time. And so it gives me the motivation and the desire to, to, to notice when I'm slipping and to pull myself back and to, you know, get back to the right place. And you know it's possible. Yes. Yep. That's where what I buried was the, the belief that I couldn't I couldn't do this. <laughs> that it wasn't possible to be that happy. That's right. Yeah. That's probably one of the 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 biggest things from my experiences um when I went to these trips with my mentor was first realizing oh, that much love, that much joy is possible to feel that. Right. And then that that was the motivator you know, for continuing the work and really moving forward a lot faster. Right. I wanted to stay in it. Yeah, or get back to it or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Um, other thoughts? I don't think so. Yeah. I guess that everybody was just, it was just so wonderful and it was really neat actually having, you know, some people there that had been there before that were able to share you know, some of their experiences, and um, it just, uh, the whole thing was fantastic. I'm looking forward to next year. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you. Thank you um, again for a wonderful trip. Hopefully this helps people uh, with some questions they may have that often they ask, like, okay, what happens on one of those journeys? Yeah. And uh, I'm like, gosh, it's different for everybody. It is. And it's going to be different each time a person goes. Oh, I'm sure of it. That's why I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see what's going to happen next time. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I think? I think um, what I would say is that if people are wondering what happens on these journeys, if if they're doing your mastery course, it's, it's, it's basically that, but it's more in depth. I mean, it's so much more in depth. Because I felt there's so many of the lessons that I had learned through that we got into much deeper, and I was able to understand and to work on it. Uh, like you said, it's like doing a year's worth of work in a week. Yeah. Was, um, so. Yeah. Carolyn, thank you. Thank you. And Lillian, thank you for your patience. <laughs> well, she's a happy girl. She's okay. got a happy mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. You have a great week, great life. Great. I'll see you later. Take care, Gary. This is Gary Van Warmerdam again. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Carolyn. Found something helpful for yourself in your own journey. You can find out more about those spiritual retreats and intensives that I do at my website, pathwaytohappiness.com, and look under events for the various ones. For more of a introduction to getting to know me and what I teach. You can listen to these podcasts. And if you really want to take some steps to make changes in how you feel emotionally, the beliefs behind those emotions and driving negative behaviors and negative thoughts. Again, the invitation is to check out the free sessions of the self-mastery course at pathwaytohappiness.com. And then if those make sense to you and you can see their value, you can pick up the rest of the series very inexpensively. Get started on your own personal journey in a step-by-step fashion on your own pathway to happiness. You can also order my book, MindWorks, 
which is a guide to identifying and changing these negative thoughts, beliefs, and emotional reactions. The book MindWorks is available at your online retailers like Kindle, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, in both print copy and ebook form. This is Gary Van Warmerdam with the Awareness and Consciousness podcast, wishing you happiness in every day of your life.